fellow Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that was baptized in the fire of combat. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along four other Spartan warriors with me to talk to you about the movie 300. We have Frank. The only podcast that smells like a dying squirrel. Matt. The only podcast that put their name to the test. Sequel. The only podcast that will fight in the shade. And Corey. The podcast that's been sharing our culture all morning. Honorable mentions. Zeros, prepare for glory. I thought you were going to play it on words like. And uh, the only podcast that gives birth to real Spartan men. Before we get into our coverage of 300, we're going to let you know what we've been watching. <laughs> Frank? <laughs> uh, rewatching a couple episodes of Rick and Morty at work. Love it. Matt? Uh, I caught up on American Gods, episode 5, and it's amazing. And also, I watched Logan. Finally. It's about damn. You did it. Stone it. Stone it. You had to know this was coming. I know, no, I did. Um, I really want to watch it again, but right now, I feel like I'm at a four and a half. Wow. Sorry, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the lowest rating. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. By far. We all gave it did, five. So you didn't listen to the episode? No. Well, not sequel. I gave it six on a gauntlet. Wow. Caleb gave it six on really? a gauntlet. What? I don't know. Dude. I mean, okay, it's an amazing movie. But when the big bad shows up, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? It's on the nose. It's really on the nose. <laughs> I had to describe my experience watching this movie. Took off from work, so this wasn't feeling it that day. Went to the movie theater, sat in the theater by myself, and cried for the last five minutes of that movie. Mm. How did you... Did you go like a 10 a.m. showing? Yeah. Like, how are you... In? Oh, okay. Probably during the week, too, so yeah, like all the yeah, kids are still in school. Oh, that's such a good idea. That is a great Sorry idea. taking days off. The most uncomfortable place to take watch off a movie one is the movie theater. Well, I need to take the, the most uncomfortable. Yes, people are so distracting. Your mm. popcorn and the yeah. cellophane, and I just want to. But usually, don't, by the end of Act One, no one's eating anymore. Like cell phones going off, rowdy kids just talking on the phone, drunk ass mm. women. Yeah. Sequel. What about you? I rewatched Lego Batman, and I also watched the original Bad News Bears. And Jaws was on, so I watched Jaws. I How old Jaws. was the original Bad News Bears? 1976, Okay, I want to say. Around that time. So, 40 plus years. It's a good one. It's still good? Yeah. Cool. So is Jaws. Jaws is my favorite summer movie. I think it's the summer movie. The movie where people get murdered by a shark? It's just like, it's on all the time during the summer. Summer don't start till Jaws is on AMC. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> all right. Corey, what about you? I also caught up on American Gods. The Stanley Cup finals uh, are underway. Boo. Yeah, for real. Let's go Nashville. And I watched Scrubs for like six straight hours yesterday. <laughs> it was a good call. It was on, like they, they marathoned it on Comedy Central. As soon as like the first friends of mine showed up at my house, I turned it on and I didn't turn it off till like an hour after they left. Do they jump around or they go? They went sh- like all they over the place. They jump up, jump up, and went down. Jump, 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 jump. jump. Scrubs, jump. scrubs, scrubs. And like, it, perfect. That was great. They didn't even Keep do that it in. <laughs> Please. <laughs> they didn't even do it in like a semblance of an order where it was kind of like chronological, but like they just picked like the no. It was like Everywhere. season one, season six, season three, three, five, one again, six. Like it was all over the fucking place. Twelve. That's weird. It was really bizarre. 
I never watched it. Scrubs? You've never seen Scrubs? Not, not a single episode. Do yourself a favor. Watch some Scrubs. Yeah. Scrubs is good. Do the whole thing start to finish. Bonus recommendation coming back. Watch Scrubs. Joe, what have you been watching? I watched a lot of stuff. I watched the two movies that came out of the show The Chair, Holidaysburg and Not Cool. One of those is a worse title than the other. Neither of them is good. Holidaysburg. Damn. Yes. That is the, the worst title. Kind of no. When they would be good. No. That's the worst title. Oh. We have different opinions. Clearly we do. That's a title that grabs you. The chair is like... Mm. Not the chair's the name of the show. Yeah. Yep. What's the name of the other one? Holidaysburg and Not Cool. Yeah, I like, I'd rather I like see Holidaysburg. Holidaysburg. Yeah. I'd rather live in Holidaysburg. I thought Not Cool was better, but neither movie is like amazing. I also watched The Road to El Dorado, which is an old animated movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like 2000. I'd never seen it before. Okay, I know what we're talking about. Good because I didn't. Know. I think I'm I glad you all movie. know what it is because I didn't. I, I like when they play the Aztec sport. That's my favorite part. I watched the movie in school. Ball in a hoop, but not basketball. That's a great fucking sport. <laughs> Ball in a hoop. I don't remember this movie? I know the name. I just it's don't. like basketball but with soccer rules. It's amazing. It's a very small part of the movie. Very small, like three. And minutes. there's an armadillo that helps. Because they're common and they cheat. And also, I rewatched Big Hero Six because that movie is awesome. Ah. Yes. And that is what we've been watching. Let's get into our movie facts for 300. 300 came out in 2006. It's rated R, and it's one hour and 57 minutes long. It was directed by a guy we're really familiar with here, Zack Snyder, who has brought us the Dawn of the Dead remake, and I think the rest of these movies we've done... Actually, no. One of them we haven't done yet. Watchmen, Sucker Punch, Man of Steel, and Batman v Superman. Awesome, great movies. <laughs> Top to bottom. The movie stars Gerard Butler, David Wenham, Lena Hetty, Dominic West, Vincent Regan, 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 Tom Wisdom, Andrew Plevin, Andrew Tiernan, Rodrigo Santoro, and Michael Fassbender. The budget on the movie was $65 million, which is actually surprisingly cheap. Yeah. I thought it was more than that. And it grossed $456 million. Wow. Two hundred ten million of that was domestic. Now on to everyone's favorite part: the scores. Rotten Tomatoes has this movie at a sixty percent. <laughs> we have no soundbite for this. The audience score was significantly higher at an eighty-nine percent. Wow! Yeah, it's a big discrepancy there. Yeah, fan fanboys. IMDb coming in at a seven point seven out of ten, and Metacritic thirty-four, fifty-two. Wow. With a user score of 7.1. So they're in that 50 to 70 range, except for the Rotten Tomatoes audience. That's all I have for the movie facts on 300, so let's do our general thoughts. And I will always go to Matt first now. Bloody, bloody, bloody. This movie's just blood and gore, and it's really fun, and I like it. It's a good, uh, it's a good telling of a historical event in a fun comic book way. Frank. I enjoyed some aspects of this movie. It was very um, bloody, like you said, and I like the action parts, but a lot of the movie I found myself bored. Really don't understand why, but we'll get there. Sequel. There's some things I like about this movie, production-wise. About There's a lot I don't like about this movie. I see why people like it, though. It's just not me. I... Remember seeing it in theaters. I didn't like it then. Rewatching it, I, I don't like it now. Corey, in two thousand and six, I was a freshman in college, and me and a bunch of my coworkers went to see it. 
um, right after it opened. And I remember walking out of the theater in love with this movie. I really, really loved it originally. And I watched it again for this. And then there are some glaring major problems with this movie. The fun action and the gore is all good, but there are there are things that are wrong with this movie and I couldn't shake it. Beyond that, I like, you know, I'm a history guy, so the historical telling is also a nice little fun backdrop. This movie's not bad, but it's not good. This is, this whole movie as a whole just screams, eh, to me. It's the most Zack Snyder-y of the Zack Snyder movies. It's got his name written all over it. It's the first one he did in quote-unquote his style that he, I guess, kept with going forward because this one succeeded so well, but it's all right. Okay, so from here on out, we're going to spoil a 300. If you haven't seen it, we're about to spoil it, and let's go. I hate the way it's shot. That sepia-toned, dark, grainy thing that he does, I... I'm right there with you. I can't stand it. Um, I liked it in this. I hate it in everything else, but I like it in this because it's a, it's a memory. The whole thing is a memory, right? So when I think of even Gladiator, when he's like in his own head and things are happening in his own head, like the picture looks different, kind of has that grainy tone to it. Because all of this movie happens in his like through his voice, I'm totally fine with the graininess of it. Something that I actually appreciate more after watching it a first time, realizing that. I guess it works because it fits in style with the comic and the graphic novel. Frank Miller was actually an executive producer for this and was with it every step of the way. And they did a shot-for-shot adaptation, mm-hmm. kind of similar to Sin City in a way. There are things about this movie that scream Sin City, right. and, I was, and I realized that they were both written by Frank Miller, so it makes sense to me. Yeah. I was going to say, how would you feel about Sin City and how would you feel about Daredevil? The, well, the, the Netflix special, those are all Frank Miller. Right. I li- Way fine. better. I just... <clears throat> far better. I just don't like the, the Snyder green... I just... Uh, it's It works for this if you're a fan of 300. I guess I'm not a fan of 300, and it didn't work for me. But I get it. If I'm being honest, what, what didn't work for me was, was the writing. I think some of the lines in this movie are fucking right. yeah. awful. Or at the very least, the way that Gerard Butler delivers them are awful. Spartans never surrender. Spartans never retreat. The guy runs away. Spartans, <laughs> we're not gonna surrender. We're not gonna retreat. He repeats himself within, like, a span of, like, three minutes. And I'm like, yeah, that's bad. Tell I've, every never, group- I've never read the comic book, so I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know yeah, how, exactly. how close it is, but... None of us have ever read it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then, even, even in that same speech, he's like, tell every Greek to search his, so- to search his soul... And while you're doing it, search your own. I'm like, what? What are you? What is happening? There's too much like repetitive yeah, word flat. use. Yeah, a lot. A lot of them were flat, but I think that was a counterpoint for the action. Yeah, like, the words were kind of just like there, but the 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 action was just a such a such an opposite side of the coin. Yes, that's fair. What you're saying is that the. The words are just filling in the story, just filler. You could tell the story scene. without words, and, and and you know maybe it would be a better movie then, or rather you could tell the movie. You could tell the story with just the narration. That would be so no, interesting and no dialogue. I don't know if I'd hate that. I think I'd actually enjoy that a little more. It, it might actually be, be a better weird, movie. It might actually be a better movie because that because a lot of what the 
you know, the actual characters say is very just, this is what is happening. Yeah. And then you have uh, Faramir, don't remember his name, his character, so Faramir, is telling this, you know, melodious epic about what's going on. I don't remember the name of any character other than Leonidas in this yeah. movie. I mean, that's fine. That is and Captain. a glaring problem with the characters in this movie. Xerxes. I mean, Leonidas, Xerxes... That's uh, it. That's all I remember. Gorga is the, the, the queen... Yeah, what, what about Michael Fassbender, the awesome <laughs> oh, warrior? Dude, or, I didn't even know that was or him. Or the narrator of the it. movie. No, I didn't know it was him either until you said yeah. it. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and no. then I looked up his character. I was like, oh shit, he had long hair. The Damn. S- you didn't recognize him? No, I didn't. No, I, I recognized him at first. I went, holy shit, Michael Fassbender. I was like, man, his hair is Not bad. Not until you said something. <laughs> the minute that he turns his head and like yells at Leonidas as they're just standing there for no apparent reason, he's just like... Out of nowhere, just like, yeah, we're fighting with you! I'm like, alright, first of all, Michael Fassbender, let's pump the brakes a little bit. We haven't even yeah, left Spartan yeah, so yet. His dick isn't out yet, relax. But as soon as he did that, I was like, oh, look at that, Michael Fassbender. Didn't even know. Yeah. Dude, he had to get Re- ripped for this Really? Movie. Wow. Yeah, no, every one of, that's one of the big critiques about this movie, is that none of those muscles were real. They were all spray-painted on. Oh my god, really? they look good, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, they all. They all not, that wasn't the case in the second one, so I. Uh, um, that's interesting. I know that they all were were fairly muscu- muscular to oh. be in the film, but a lot of like that very defined ab stuff was all spray tan. Oh, I mean, I hated the I hated the fact that they weren't wearing any armor. That just pissed me off to no end. But whatever. They and then they the wore the helmets. Little, they had helmets and they had their little. They had helmets and shields. I mean, they had gauntlets and they had uh, yeah. yeah. Phalanx warriors wore a little bit more than that, like a breastplate. Not Zack Snyder's warriors. Exactly, not Zack Snyder's warriors, and not you know uh, what's his name's warriors. Frank Miller. Frank Miller, who was more important, I guess. Is this Zack Snyder's second best movie? No, no, no. What's well, be- I think Man of Steel. Actually, I think Dawn of the Dead is probably his best movie for me. But of his comic book movies, of his comic book, Man of Steel is his second best. No, I think it's the best, better than Watchmen. And I think Watchmen's the second best. I would put Watchmen. I would put Watchmen one. I would put Watchmen as the best. I don't like Watchmen as much as you guys do. I love Watchmen. Watchmen is kind of boring. Blue Dick. So much Blue Dick. I love it. I'm I'm with you. Watchmen one, three hundred two. Three hundred probably three. I think I like Man of Steel. I might actually put Sin City. Since it is not... Oh, it's on his? No. Oh, no, that's I'm why sorry, it's good. I'm, I'm, okay. Where would you put BVS? Oh, <laughs> Wait, hang on. I put it on... BVS 1, then Watchmen. What's below fire? Yeah. <laughs> What's below dead and burned and buried? But above fit four sticks. Yeah, right. right, right. You right. see that little fly. gray area? That's where you operate. Is this Gerard Butler's best movie? Have you seen The Bounty Hunter? Yes, it's probably his best movie. How do you go uh, from I, this to rom-coms, also, by the way? Uh, <laughs> you need to pay the bills? I'm trying to think of what other movies Gerard Butler's been in that I've Olympus seen. has fallen. I've seen that was one. Was there a movie, Gamer, where he was like... Oh, yeah, I, Gamer, I, yeah. I didn't see that. that where's the one where he's a serial killer? Oh, wait, what? He's what? not a serial killer. He is. No, I don't is think he's a serial killer. He's, he's in jail, and he has this whole elaborate plan. Yes, 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 yes. He's, he's not, not a serial killer, killer though. No, he's a, he's a military agent or something. Spoilers. No, he kills one guy. Because the guy killed his wife. That's a good movie. And Jamie Foxx is in it. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name of that I'll movie. But that's, that's his best I think that's his, that's best, his best movie. movie. I can't remember the that name of it. That movie got so weird at the end, though. Yes. I think his best movie is The Bounty Hunter. That's an awful movie. P.S. I Love You? Yeah. No? no? <laughs> With Hill Swank? Uh, Hill Swank. <laughs> if they changed the Stephanie to black and white and made it like Sin City and made the blood like red, 
How would you feel about the movie? A lot better about it. I feel like I would visually it'd be more pleasing. I would feel the same. I liked a lot of the scenes they did when they did go to black and white. That was weird. I, I really enjoyed it. Like when the guy was with the E fours and they zoomed in on his eyes and was going chains and shit. I was like, I thought he was having an episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we? Oh, we're back to Sepia. Amazing. <laughs> I love when he kicked the messenger. That's like I, that's like everywhere all over the internet, yeah. but is probably the best scene in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly like a punctuation mark of yeah. how of how this movie's gonna go. Yeah, really early on, like fairly unprovoked. He's just going to slaughter six people in a pit that probably doesn't end. Well, that's what, uh, whatever his name, I can't remember the name of the character, whoever the narrator is, he says, he said that Leonidas brought this on us. Yeah. I think it's Dilex, D-I-L-L. That's uh, Faramir? Delos. Delos, something yeah, like that? Yeah, the narrator is Delos. David Wenham, it's the <laughs> Harold Meacham from Iron Fist. Yes. It's Faramir. Harold Meacham from Iron Fist. Law-abiding citizen. That's the one. That's his best movie, Law-abiding yep. citizen. That's right, because everything he does, it's like, it's like technically, I'm within the law doing this. Yeah. That was a weird movie. It was a really it weird was a weird movie. movie. I kind of want to watch it now. Can we watch? So let's stone this and go. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a short one. I think, what did you say? His name was Dillis? Dillos? 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 Dillos. Dillos. Dillos is... is far and away the best actor in this movie. He does the best performance, I should say. And he's barely in the actual movie. Yeah, he's mostly narration. Yeah. yeah. I like the hunchback. You would. <laughs> I can't remember his name either. Aphelius? Uh, yeah. F... His quote-unquote inevitable betrayal is immediately apparent in this movie. Oh yeah, it was so obvious. I was watching it, I mean, I know the story is based on the comic, but I'm like, you could just put him in the back... <laughs> He's not gonna have right. to stop anyone. I mean, you could put him. In, you could put him in the back, and like that first wave of people, where they like leave the hot gates and they like start like pushing to the edge. He's gonna get killed. Problem solved. Damn, Corey. I'm just saying. Expendable. <laughs> um, there were 300 of them. <laughs> yes, that's not that many. Nope. No, not compared to not compared to thousand. Technically, he would have been 301. True. Exactly. And it would ruin everything. <laughs> you have to remarket it. <laughs> Re- rename the movie. Rename the graphic novel. No. I thought that's <laughs> what the sequel was going to be. 301, but it wasn't. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> 301 Spartans. I wish that worked better. Have you guys well, seen the spoof seen. This is Sparta? No. I saw like 40 minutes of it. I really like that movie. <laughs> I mean, if we're going <laughs> to talk, if we're gonna talk about amazing spoofs of this, why are we talking about the trailer for 1776 that Robot Chicken did? It's fucking incredible. It's... It's 300, but the, but the revolution. Yeah, yeah, you got George Washington, you know, fording the Delaware River with the flag on his back, and a polar bear comes out, and he punches <laughs> him in the face. It's amazing. They're holding back soldiers, and he goes, Hancock, no! Hancock runs, and they're in, like, a library, and he's got a huge quill in his hand, and he goes to the declaration and <laughs> signs his name. Oh, it's so good. That's I want funny. that movie so bad. <laughs> Only one scene of this movie was shot outside. Everything else was blue screen in the studio. Ooh. Really? Yep. Which scene was outside? I don't know. <laughs> Go that's, like, that's like showing me the apple and then yeah. throwing it at the wall. I don't and being... know. I just Googled 300 movie facts. <laughs> just take a guess. I I think it's the scene with them on the cliff then. The one where he's fighting the wolf. No. Yeah, of all, yeah, of all the that scenes. That wolf looks so bad. Shitty. Yeah. It's like so... 
They just wanted a monster. Why didn't they just make it a monster? Because, right. because that's not realistic, a demon. Oh, okay, you're right. A, because, a nine-foot-tall wolf. Is because Leonidas came back from his trial with a wolf skin on. Perfectly tanned. I love that shit. You kill a critter and you come back with this great pelt. And I'm like, mm-mm. I, I'm that's li- wet and smelly. I'm a little annoyed that he doesn't wear it once as an adult. Well, he has yeah. a tooth, right? Yeah, but he gives it to his wife. Then she gives it back to him. And then he gives it back to her. Hey, oh, wait. Yeah. It's not what you think. Isn't that his son at the end? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like... Well, he's fighting his son before the, when the Persian messenger so Be- show up. should have a son saying, be better. He's really not. Like, no, compared to the mo- opening montage of his life, he's, like, really gentle with his son. It's like I was same. like, he's really well adjusted for someone who was raised like how you breed serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you raise Spartans, I think. Or serial killers. Barton. Never die. Phalanx warriors. Lots of abuse. The reason, the reason Ephimedes couldn't be in the back is because the back is where the guys actually do the pushing. Well, then put he him in the middle. You need talented warriors. No, he had muscle. He had muscle. And he had his shoulders muscle. down. He had a, he had a, he had a <laughs> Guys don't understand how phalanx works. You're right. We don't. But I understand how movie plot works. They did the turtles formation. I forget the name of it. Testudo. There it is. They underutilized... I mean, as the the fight scenes were progressing in this movie, I was like, they're doing less and less work with the phalanx. Like, yeah, they're, no. like they're really not doing much of it at all. And then I like, came to realize, I was like, if it's they did... Movie. Well, if they did what actually happened at the Battle of Thermopylae, and they just... Had a yeah. and like just wave after wave after wave, like they said was the plan, yeah. which is literally what happened. It, the movie would the everybody would have been done so quick because it would have been the first fight scene would have been awesome. The second scene would have been like, wow, that worked against the really good guys. Okay, how many more times do we have to see them fight this exact same technique? Mm-hmm. I just love the fact that those sh- those sh- that ship shit really happened. Those ships got battered to pieces off the coast, and they just watched. They were like, well, they're fucking dead. Thanks, Zeus. Thanks, big guy. Thank you, big funny guy. That they didn't thank Poseidon at all, though. Is it funny? Yeah. Like, haha, funny. funny. Yeah, because <laughs> Poseidon is the one that gave Just fucking Sparta its name. It was, I was like... Mm. Maybe they didn't know. Okay. Sure. Misappropriated. Whatever. So, I know that this movie really harps on the fact that there were only 300 Spartans mm-hmm. at the battle. That's Just okay. a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, in actuality, there were actually a grand total of upwards of 7,400 Greeks at the Battle of Thermopylae. Um, well, it says Greeks. They got help from whatever his yeah, name they was. Yeah, but like they made it seem like they were that him and his like 60 people were just kind of there to hang around. Well, I guess they had to have had more. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he brought more warriors, and he's like, "No, mine are all warriors. Yours are blacksmiths, blacksmiths and, and potters, which and is shit. true, totally all true. true. But brawlers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. Still, they don't fuck. Yeah, <laughs> they also made it seem like it was just that one dude's set of people, which was probably like five hundred, and then the three hundred, right? But it was actually closer to like seventy-four. I think was the number I read. Seventy-four hundred. Which is still against the army Xerxes has is yeah. incredibly small. Oh, for sure. Xerxes, modern historians say it was somewhere in like the 110,000. This is also based on a graphic novel and not necessarily the historical. Right, okay. but, but the graphic novels waste off whatever amount of history he wanted to throw into. But yeah. Having never read it, I don't know how many he's basing, there are. He's basing his. the story on what ancient 
Greek historians said happened at the battle. So, like, the millions and millions and millions, that's what all of, like, the Greek historians said had Xerxes had. Then, you know, modern times, we <laughs> we went back and was like, no, that's, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> yeah, but the Greek structure was different, everything was different. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Free fighters against slaves. It's all true, guys. This is how it went down. All Xerxes true. was a monster. He's also he a sat mortal. on a fucking throne and watched his forces fight miles and miles away. How did he watch them from miles away? Because he was on a mountaintop. I mean, he didn't get like the nice like four. And they did carry him around. That was fucking but he was stupid. not nine feet tall. His head been knocked. Yeah, he was tall. Yeah, no, he was not nine feet tall though. And they also probably did not have a trained rhinoceros. But when Dilios is telling his story, it's how fucking it awesome. Makes it nine feet. Tall. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Right? That's the whole point. That that is the I whole think, point. I mean, That's why the sepia. Right. <laughs> yeah, between the the rhinoceros and the elephants, for the both of them. I mean, the elephants is fine because we have backing for that. I've never seen any evidence that there's ever been a rhinoceros burdened with war. <laughs> and I don't think you could call that rhinoceros trained. It killed way more Persians than Spartans. Yeah. I mean, I think that was the point of those big critters. <laughs> hoping for the best. <laughs> get out of the way, guys. Oh, didn't get out of the way. Oh, shit. Missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do we like the political aspect of this movie? Go Like, I thought that was totally... What like, political aspect? Exactly. I, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's literally the whole point. Are you really asking what political aspect? Or are you just, like, making the... There's movie? very little to go on, so sure, yeah. All right. So, after Leonidas leaves... The wife and that one the other... Queen. The queen. Some damn respect. I'm sorry. The queen and whoever the Abraham Lincoln-looking motherfucker was <laughs> were trying to get the rest of the Spartan army to go to war. I think it was like Theonis or something. Sure. Who, the other guy? The, the guy left from the council. The Theron. Theron. Mm. There you go. Charlize. Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> well, no. Not the same. <laughs> they kept... They did, they did go back to it. A bunch of times, unnecessarily. And it was the most predictable thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like, yeah, I'll go along with you if we have sex. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? He's not going to fulfill his end of the bargain? This totally trustworthy asshole? <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least she got to kill him. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, honestly, that was the only part that surprised me, that she killed him, and then they all figured out he was a traitor. Let's just see the Xerxes gold. Yeah. Yeah, like he's carrying that around on him, though. Like he doesn't have any chest at home. According to Delios, he is. So that's that's all through him. That's right. And that's all that Starbucks accepts. So <laughs> it's got to be like that. I mean, it's a nice way to spend the story. Uh, to to spend the story of why these this small force went to hold off. A a world changing army instead of them all getting their shit together and doing it in the first place because they had to hold them off and then Xerxes was like yeah back home and then he was like all right fuck this now I'm doing this for real and then they were like oh now we have our shit together and then the Athenians had the fleet and then and then they won and then Darius was born and then he was like you know what my dad wanted to own Greece let me go do that. I found it part of the political nonsense, or the most ridiculous part of the political nonsense was when the Persian guy was up at the top with uh, whatever those weird inbred... Oh, the E-4s? E-4s. When he was up with the E-4s, I thought that was probably the most ridiculous part. Like, 
Because they made Leonidas's climb look like hell, and this fat ass was yeah. up there just like, <laughs> exactly. Like, Would you float up here, you fuck? <laughs> like, there's an easy route that's just like a light hill with like a handrail. But... Super Mario Cloud all the way. There's, a, there's, a, there's an escalator on the other side of the mountain. Yeah, that no one's ever told Leonidas about. I gotta climb up this fucking sheer face. Yeah, every time. And these rocks are really loose. Even though there's a goddamn temple up there. We'll say. With a naked chick. Honestly, the Oracle scene is the worst scene in this movie. Because it's so stupid and long and nothing. But nipples. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's so fucking, it's stupid and pointless. true. There are nipples. I agree with Joe. It's fucking stupid. And it takes forever. And she just whispers. It's whispers like watching like, the sex scene and Watchmen again, except <laughs> nothing happens. Yeah. The sex scene's also got nipples. It does. Yes, it does. Malin Ackerman. I don't know how he jumped from the Oracle scene to the sex scene. That was... That, I mean, that that mm-hmm. so quickly. Be- because Sorry, because I, nipples I were shown in both scenes, and that's how we got yeah, okay, into I, it. Yeah. But yeah, the Oracle scene is dumb. Go on. Sorry, Camden. Say your point. Sorry, Alan. Oh, I'm just chiming in to essentially agree. Um, I think the other problem is that there's no way to tell if what the Oracle says is accurate. Oh, it's 100% not accurate, I think, because we already know that they have Xerxes gold, so mm-hmm. he's just saying what would he go along said, with that yeah, plan. Yeah. He's like, but, no one else can speak this weird booga-booga language. <laughs> but, so. but that's what oracles did. Yeah. They were fucking intoxicated and drunk and poisoned on fucking fumes that they literally went... Contagious and gross I think you said Bobby Joe? Bobby Flay? Who's going to lose a throwdown? That happens all the time! Tell me something I don't know! Bobby Uppy Sr. is getting a role in the next MCU movie. He's going to be in Infinity War Part 2? Is he playing Iron Man too? <gasps> that took a weird turn. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he, there was the great ick and hell, and I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" I was thinking about doing some interpretive dance as if I was swimming. Perfect. Just make these, sure there's nipples. That's yeah. all I ask. All right. Put on these bells. <laughs> so the audience can know where you are. Frank, what did you hate the most about this movie? Oh, uh, we just said it. The Oracle scene? Oracle scene so much. I was like, why is this happening? It like didn't do anything for me. Matt's face cannot be <laughs> properly described. <laughs> Apparently I'm a very any, lonely person. It didn't add anything to the story for me. Other than like, eh. other than forcing Leonidas to come up with a back like a back end to like get his yeah, army yeah, out. Yeah. Like he like it became three hundred because he couldn't take the whole army with him. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? He just grabs 300, which is still an obscure number. Like, if that was going to be your rationale, it's my personal bodyguard, you could have said 500, 1,000, half the arm. Like, you could have said any number and been fine. Why just 300? Because no one will notice those 300 are gone. Because that's what happened. There's a deleted scene where he holds tryouts. <laughs> they settled on 300. Yeah, and you they all use their, their own spears. Because in, in the deleted boys. scenes, they act like actual Spartans. I'll get you. <laughs> yeah, boys. No, the only the only reason I can come up with was because those were the ones that had son to carry the name. Yeah, I think they said that. They, they did, did say that. But like that was how like they went through the entire army and only three hundred of the soldiers already had sons. Lots of dudes were sterile in the Spartan army. I or guess. lots of dudes were young, or lots of dudes didn't have sons, like or sons that got thrown over the cliff. 
Actually, that's true. They probably didn't live that long. They just get they, they thrown out out in the wilderness at like a twelve. Yeah, they get the commander's son in there, and he's like, he's young. He's not battle tested. Has he touched a warm woman yet? That. Uh, I don't know. I don't really talk to my son about that shit. (laughs) We're not on that level. Do you want it? Because I'll go. You wanna? Hey, son, you fuck. Hey, I'm son, just... you fuck. <laughs> Make yes, the new words in the beat. No, not you fuck. <laughs> Do you fuck? Dad, you fuck? Yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> once, I got you. Once, and there you is. We're lucky you weren't a fuck. Uh, you know what, Captain? Why don't you go ahead and check the rest of the soldiers, because this is getting weird. Also, that point, um, that little exchange contradicts the previous point that we just made. They all have, like, <laughs> sons, Right? But he's too young to have felt the warmth of a woman. What? Also, also true. I don't the know. I don't know if they, they're admitting that or if they're just like saying he is so young. I can't believe that he hasn't. I, I think he's saying I don't. I don't think that he's known the touch of a woman. One way or another, like it, it contradicts. Itself okay, so two hundred ninety-nine follows the rule, and then he was like, "All right, well, this guy's a fuck up and a drunk." And then there's my son, who's awesome, but he doesn't have a son, so I'm gonna take my son. The hunchback. The hunchback doesn't count. Do you know he why? Because he's not, book. he's not handicapable. Okay? He is. He's not. No, he's not. You could thrust that spear like a... Kind of reminds me. Nobody's good. business. It's a good thrust. Yeah, but that... Used to that, <laughs> that kid shouldn't have existed. Because he should have gotten thrown off the fucking cliff you like all the other monsters. No, like the Spartans were monsters. Yes, we are just telling you that the Spartans well, were monsters. Parents fled with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. They loved him, but they were wrong. They he should was just let him go to the rocks, and then they could have made another baby. Might have been cuter. That's fucked. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, eugenics is fucked, but that's what they did. We're not saying we agree with it, we're just... I mean, I'm saying I agree with it, but I'm... Oh, gonna... okay, well, you are a monster. <laughs> who, said, who said stick him in the back? Someone said just put him in the back. I, I said put him in the back. I, I second that. Right. Or or even flip the tables. He shouldn't have been so offended. Because, like, he was like, you want to help us? We could also use our help doing this. He's like, I'm sorry. He even apologized to him. He's like, but if you can't lift your arm high enough, you're going to make other people die. So please help us in this other way. And instead of being all butthurt about it, he'd be like... I'm still helping the Spartans. Yeah, no, he should. No, you're right. He shouldn't have been butthurt and been like, "I'm gonna go tell him about the go pass." <laughs> well, he did. I don't know, like. He easily he Leonidas could have easily thrown him with that other group of guys mm-hmm. that they met up with. Been like, "You're gonna hang out with them, and when they get their would, turn to attack, he wouldn't have been with the other Spartans though. That would that was the whole. Thing. Yeah, he no, 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 not the other Spartans. That other. That's group what I mean. Of, yeah, like, you know, he, he wanted, wanted to be with oh, the, yeah, Spartans. the Spartans. He was in his own his dad's armor and everything. Yeah, and well, and that helmet fit him really weird, and it was awkward. I was like, "What? What are you? What are you at? from the hood? What are you wearing that helmet like that for?" It was like on his head. I was like, "Can you not?" Because his head was that way. I was like, "Can you not put your helmet down?" How weird is your head? Yeah, no wonder they would have thrown you over the cliff. You have a weird shaped head. You have a hump on your back. Your hands look like skeletons. He's terrifying. If you he's a monster. Matt's views do not reflect the other views. They reflect everyone's views on this podcast, except Frank, who has no views because he is an innocent child from the Ukraine. They don't reflect my views. I would have loved that line in the movie, though. You know, like, how weird is your head? <laughs> you fight with us. Put <laughs> your helmet on. Head. No, but no, but that would have been other people's lines. Leonidas would just sort of stood there, blocking the rain from his shield. This Whoa. is where we fight. <laughs> this is where we die. 
This is where we hold them. Tenderly. <laughs> Wait. Uh, just kidding. I was kidding about that tenderly part. Listen, if you're interested in it, then I'm not kidding. <laughs> See me in my tent. Catch me outside. Anyway. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so all the action in this movie is in slow motion. Mm. You yes. hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Not a fan. There's too much of it. Um, when they first utilize it, where it's like kind of going normal speed and like somebody slows down as like Leonidas like checks some dude and like doesn't move, but the guy goes flying. It's fine, but the every fight scene, every single combat is in this movie slow is slow. Isn't even when she stabs the guy in the court? Isn't that even in slow motion? I, I don't know. I can't remember. I know when he thrusts his spear through the wolf, it's in real time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a shadow. We don't see that happen. Sure. What about the kid fighting? Is that in slow motion? In the, the opening? Yeah. yeah That's in slow motion. Okay. In this movie's defense, slow motion was the thing at the time. But why all slow motion? Not Why not some real speed? Because that's what Neil Some slow said. motion for emphasis. I don't know. I'm just saying. When it's not for emphasis, slow motion is just killing time. It also looked like some of, like, the stuff that was happening around them was happening in real time, but what you were supposed to be focusing on was going in slow-mo. Or they are so fast. Maybe. (laughs) Those guys just had super speed. The slow motion was the regular speed. They're all sons of Ares. That's it. They're all demigods. Why do they die so easy? I like the music. Does anyone else like the music? The music music was fun. I like the old movie, historical movie, but it's like modern music. So like Knight's Tale type stuff? I dig it. I wrote that down. Anyone else take notes? No? Cool. I took two notes. <laughs> One of them was I don't like the style of the movie. <laughs> that was my first <laughs> What's your second note, Joe? Hold on. Great. I can't wait. It's probably remarkably similar to that. Oh, the movie gets way too quiet at times. Like when he's talking to his wife, that oh. whole conversation before he leaves in the whisper... Like, what the fuck is this? I had to change my volume on my TV like 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and the music's like, bang! And it's like, whoa! I hated that too. I made a comment to my wife because we live in a very small studio apartment and like, we have neighbors. <laughs> and I kept going from like audio 3 to like 80. It really pissed me off. Yeah, Glad I'm not the only one. You know, I hate when movies do that. I think we've talked about this before. We both don't like when that movie does. Nope. Even real TV does it. I'll be falling asleep it's watching the show. The commercials are way louder than the show. <laughs> didn't, the, didn't like the FCC just make yes. a, a law that they they weren't legally allowed? A couple of years anymore? ago, they yeah. made that law. Apparently, it's gone through. Yeah, motherfuckers. Because the, th- the yeah, the, Sam Jackson. The, the con- I think the wasn't the concept that people always get up to like go grab a soda or, or like go to the bathroom during commercials so to make yeah. sure people still heard them. They made it loud enough to like be. Blared through like the entire house. If I'm dozing off watching the Goldbergs, man, I don't be lying. Like Goldbergs. <laughs> I know why you're dozing off. Is it okay, Chef? I've never seen it. It's fine. Sure. They talk about uh, right. George Lucas a lot. They do. Let's get back to 300. Great. So last thing we touched on was the volume of the movie. Let's yep. get back to the movie. Sure. Uh, what was everybody's favorite nemesis that they had to come up against? Because we had like the basic. Basic Persians, right? And then we had the Immortals. Mm-hmm. The, like the Immortals. Yeah, like they the look giant cool. dude, that was pretty cool. Yeah. The giant dude is the best... <laughs> Fight scene in this th- movie. Is the most suspenseful part of this movie. Mm-hmm. There was, a, And then we get definitely some more regular Persians. But, but there was something... Oh, we dealt with... Um, the Rhino. The Rhino. Um, 
Calvary. Mm-hmm. A bunch of horse people. And the worst part is the, is the Reigns of Arrows. Yes. That part's great, actually. I love that. That's my shield. And Leonidas goes... <laughs> and breaks all the arrows off. I was like, that's cool. That was cool. There are some cool mm-hmm. scenes in this movie. It has its moments. It does have its moments. It's just really light on plot and story. The moments are few and far between, too. And had they... And characterization. And had they done, you know, what they were supposed to do, and just stay in the, um... In the hot gate? In the hot gate, those arrows wouldn't wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But every time somebody approached the hot gate, they would hit them, and then they would actually come out and fan out. It's like, guys, you're doing it wrong! Do you remember your strategy where it said the numbers mean nothing? You're making the numbers mean something. Stop doing it. <laughs> so is that wolf scene foreshadowing his plan, right? Because he went to, like, a narrow yep. spot yeah. to kill the wolf. Mm-hmm. That's a good filmmaking technique, right? Sure. sure. I mean, are, are you are you, are you you looking for our validation, or do you want your own? Convince me. It's a good <laughs> filmmaking technique. The only downside of them using that technique early is that he also telegraphs what he's going to do when he's up trying to explain... The battle plan. So instead of just being like, we can defend, we can defend this area right here. This is a good spot, and like not telling them all about what it was that he was planning on doing. And then when they get there, be like, oh, I get it. Like let us come, like figure out that he that he's using the same technique again. But instead, he gets up there where there's like a little sand table, and he's like, we're gonna make a wall here, funnel them into here. And that's fine. And by the way, a, a couple million people definitely can't break this wall that we're just going to make shift. De- no, no way a bunch of people could just like break off no, and knock down the wall. No, it's made with dead people. That's right. Well, dead I mean, people make the best mortar. I guess that's true. To be what? fair, that's his, that's his pitch at the board meeting. That's how he's trying to get his project approved. Yeah. Fun if you came up there with no idea, just a vague idea, yeah, we're totally going to beat all these guys, and I don't have a plan yet, but you just let me wing it. We'll get down there and see what happens. What's your I army would, work? I would love if he went up to the sand table and there was just dicks on it. He was like, guys, <laughs> come, come on. He has to wipe away all these dicks before he draws his... He got one of those little rakes. He just looks at me he's like, you guys are... One of the rakes from the golf course. He's one of those little rakes. Then he draws a giant swan. <laughs> no, after he's, done, after he's done, he rakes, he rakes away his plane and he goes... It winks at him and draws a big dick, and then he starts climbing down. And he writes Leonidas in the sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the E4 is like high five. They're like, oh, Leonidas is the man. He gets it. He's he cool. Gets, he He's cool. We should totally give him yeah, the army. Yeah, we should totally give him the army, but fuck him, right? But my point is, like, he, you could have that scene where the camera's behind him, and he's, like, sitting there drunk, talking to them, but have it be narrated why he's up there, what he's telling them, instead of just straight having Gerard Butler deliver lines, we're going to make a wall here, funnel them into the hot gates, and then their numbers mean nothing. You know, like my life, like that wolf. And then give them hell. (laughs) You know, like my life. (laughs) Like my life, guys. Like how I killed the wolf. The life I I lived. Hey, do any of you guys remember the wolf I killed? (laughs) Exactly like that. My wife knows. She's She's got a tooth. He's got, like, a cave painting of it, like, in his house. It's just him staring <laughs> Look at my form, son. Half form like that. That's textbook spear form, son. I can't teach that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you have good enough Natural. bone structure for that shit, but we'll find out. Oh, by the way, I'm going for a walk. Tell your mom, whatever. 
Tell your mom not to fucking talk to me about what I do with my goddamn shield. <laughs> it's my fucking shield. Did, uh, did anybody think that that was a little too shoehorned in? Like the Spartan saying? Meh. What are we talking about? So one of the, the big phrases in the Spartan army was, come, come back with your shield or on it. Like that was an actual like things that the, the Spartan army would say. I felt... Not memorable for me, man. They said it one time, yeah. right? She just said it to him when he leaves. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Did, like, did it not feel forced like that they shoehorned that in? Like, oh, we should probably say like the Spartan saying. Oh, I was fine with it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't she know it was the saying goodbye. I didn't know it was the saying. I just assumed that she was telling him to not die. It wasn't saying. You know, it goes along with that. They never retreat and they never surrender. Because that's when you retreat, you just drop your Galaxy shield. Quest. That's also Galaxy Quest. I'd much rather watch Galaxy Quest. <laughs> never give up. Never, never, never give up. Never, never surrender. <laughs> I love it. I have a nitpicky gripe with this movie at the end, where you see Delios is telling... What happens at the end? The army. Wait, no spoilers. Ooh, ooh. It, I wonder if it's the same gripe I have. Go hey, on. Get out here and him in the back row. Oh. No, that wasn't my gripe. <laughs> my gripe is how does he know how the story ends? He left before that, the end. That too. That too. He did leave before it but Leonidas tells him to tell, tell a tale of victory. I guess he can assume the rest. He doesn't understand what the word victory means. And you're not hearing him in the background. I'm sorry. But if, you're, if you're in the back of that army and you're trying are, to get hyped here in this story, there 30,000 Spartans there? Yep. Yeah, he did, you don't know. Nope. No. There's Every, like the first 500 people are hearing What is he saying? <laughs> Everyone chants. Some awesome shit. It's they a just... fucked up game of telephone. The story yeah. keeps getting weirder and weirder as it goes down. Leonidas sprouted wings and flew up to Xerxes and punched him in the dick. <laughs> I think we're all going home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not? We're not? Okay. Uh... And they chant at the same time. I'm sorry. To your gripe, really the only people that need to hear the story are the Spartans. And you're right, not all of them are going to hear it. But the Spartans in the center, where the phalanx needs to be the strongest, did. Two, fuck the people in the back. And, and, a bra- and it, you think everybody that was listening to William Wallace and Braveheart heard him? No. That's ridiculous. I'd say great Braveheart. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> to your great, um, he doesn't know what happens at the end, and tell a tale of victory. As long as he makes Xerxes bleed, they win. They, he knows that they're all going to die, so he has to make Xerxes bleed. Mm-hmm. Because that was his one goal. By the end of this battle, they're going to see a god king bleed. Show his mortality. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So that whole end sequence may maybe was completely made up. Well, or he could have known the plan and just it, assumed it worked. It had to have been made up because he wasn't there. Unless Leonidas told him what the plan was. <laughs> Leonidas also sees the future. And he's like, look, this is what's going to happen. The oracle and her titties came to me. <laughs> no, but all he has, if he knows that Xerxes is going to show up because they're pretty much surrounded. No, no, I know. You know. Honestly, I'm going to argue that it is embellished because of how he tells it. He's like, he dropped his helmet because he couldn't see clearly. He dropped his shield because it was heavy. He needed to throw the, sh- the spear unencumbered. I love that. I mean, it's cool. Honestly, that's my favorite... I take it back. My favorite part of this movie is Dilios, David Wenham's character, or whatever his name is actually, Dilios. narrating the movie. It's definitely so, the best uh, part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, probably my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, we, we pretty, pretty much agreed shows. unanimously yeah. that if we took out the dialogue and just had his narration, the movie might be better. Well, we'd lose some of the plot when we go back to like the city yeah. with the queen and stuff, because if you don't see her speaking, if you don't understand what she's saying... True. I don't you know do what's like happening an old there. school silent movie and have 
title card. The Charlie Chaplin? Yeah! <laughs> but if you take the, the... piano player. With the music. <laughs> <laughs> if, you take, if you take the Queen's political journey out of this entirely... You don't need it. You, no, you, you don't. You're, you end in the same spot. Because the 300 die, all of the Greeks but you all, get ready you, for Peloponnesia Part 3. But you don't understand... I would argue you kind of need that part, because... They found out that guy is a traitor or whatever, and they decided to mobilize the troops because Delios comes back. Yeah, I guess you need to root out the corruption. I'm fine with it. Root down, am I right? Mm. Painful, I hear. Get out that corruption. Yeah, that checks out. All out. Oh! 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 They do it in unison. With 30,000 of them, they're not... No, if you watch watch carefully enough, it's a wave. It's like like a wave. They've been practicing. They were practicing since they were seven. They were listening to the story for an hour and 55 minutes. They pick up on cues. Yeah. Two days. The guy was, like, chilling out in the back. Guys, is this guy going to shut up? I can't even hear him. It's kind of like a commencement speech at a graduation. <laughs> Who invited this guy? I just want to go home and party. <laughs> it's true. He's a valedictorian. He's up in the front. Yeah. He's got his time to show. And guys, we did it. Did we, though? Do we no. have anything else? No. no. I got nothing else. Break. Alright. Here's the part of the show where we rate the movie that we just reviewed. If you're new to the show, what we do is we assign a score of 1 to 6 Infinity Stones. 1 is the lowest score, 6 is the highest score. If we give it 6 Infinity Stones, it can also include a gauntlet, which is the highest possible score. Now we're going to rate 300 using the method I just described to you a moment ago. And let's go to Frank. Uh, this movie was kind of boring. The action sequences perked up my attention for a little while, and then when they disappeared, it wasn't really anything special. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it two and a half stones. Matt? I really like the story of Thermopylae, and I like this movie when it came out, and, you know, it's a weird movie, and it's a comic book movie, and they did it in a very artsy fashion, but I like it, so I'm going to give it four stones. Sequel? I hate the way it's shot. (laughs) I can't stand that sepia tone. It just bothers me. I do like the narration. Some of the action is cool. I do respect the fact that they did a shot-for-shot comic book adaptation. I'll give it three stones. Oh my god, that's what I had in my head! <laughs> Sick was gonna hit the three. <laughs> Corey? I enjoy the fact that there is a comic book and thus a comic book movie about a major historical event like the Battle of Thermopylae. I think that the performances are pretty weak outside of the narrator. The action is still pretty cool, but I, while I thought there was enough of it to make the movie stay afloat, in retrospect watching it again, there's a lot of not action, and it does get almost boring at times. I give this movie four stones. I'm going to echo my sentiments at the beginning. Say this movie's not bad. It's not good. It's very eh. Gerard Butler's performance is fine. Michael Fassbender is pretty decent. David Wenham's is probably the best. Everyone else, also fine. No one's really, really bad. This movie is kind of boring. There's not a lot to this movie as far as story goes. It's very simplistic and predictable. I don't think I ever need to watch this movie again, but it's fine for what it is, so I'm going to give it three stones. Not a big Zack Snyder guy. And this is a very Zack Snyder-esque film. Who's Zack Snyder? We'll explain it to you later. And that's going to do it for our coverage of 300. If you'd like to tell us stuff about 300 or anything else, send us an email over to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can still get your ratings in on Twitter at zthpodcast. Take a picture of your muscles and show us on Instagram at zthpodcast. (laughs) Bonus points if you're yelling while you do it. Make a video.
If you go to Facebook.com, type Zeros Talking Heroes into the search bar, Zeros and Heroes both have two E's, you can find us and follow us. Or Facebook.com backslash ZTH podcast. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or some kind of podcast app, we would love it if you'd give us five stars. And if you want to accompany that rating with a review, we will read the review on the air like we did last episode. But unfortunately, oh, I thought we didn't you were going to drop a time. review bomb on us right now. I was like, <gasps> I would have loved to, but wasn't in the cards for today. Next time on Zero's Talking Heroes, we're going to be doing the new release movie, Wonder Woman. <laughs> She's got a good thing. She does. <laughs> I'm so excited for this movie. Me too. It's very funny that we watched 300 and then we're watching Wonder Woman. Why? I didn't put it together, but now I did. Yeah. I love you, Sequel. <laughs> but the Spartans are descendant Aww. of Hercules, who's the son of Zeus. They're like brother and sisters. So Hercules and Wonder Woman are brother and sister? Yes. Wonder Woman's got the power of 300 Spartans. Wow. wow. That's it? But, I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, in one punch, that's, that's a lot. Per punch, that's... Per capita, that's pretty good. 299,000 died. Yeah, but she's still hot. Okay. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast. On behalf of everyone else, remember what all of Sparta wants you to know. That every movie is someone's favorite movie. Sparta was a very small city-state. Don't worry about it. And a bunch of slaves Sequel and the Goldbergs. Talk about the show and the wrestling. The Goldberg standard. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Every episode you don't know if it's going to be a Goldberg episode (laughs) or it's an episode of WrestleMania where Goldberg wrecks some shit. Bill Goldberg. Goldberg or Goldberg. (laughs) Welcome to Goldberg and Goldberg. (laughs) What is that, a lawyer firm? Copyright. Trademark. Goldberg, Goldberg, and sequel. We'll get you off. <laughs> One way or the other. That's right. I'm your sequel, and today we're talking about the WCW. <laughs> if you smile. Nope, no. Nope. WWF. <laughs> Listen, The Rock is everything, okay? He'll be our next president, guys. I would, I'm waiting. Four years that later. would be the one man I would vote for. He'll be our next Leonidas. With Tom Hanks on the ticket. Who's not going to vote for that? that? That was so fucking funny. That was a great fucking bit. <laughs> if they do it, I will fucking die. I'll say, great. Our entire system has become a joke. Bravo. Our it's system is a joke. Is. Okay. Our system has officially, officially become a joke. Okay. Sure. Twice, twice is, you know, <laughs> once is a, oopsie, I made a poopsie. Twice is, well, fuck me, right? <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me, right? Fool me twice. Ah, uh, fuck me, I'm moving. Oh, God, That's yeah. how that expression goes. Yep. <laughs> Definitely, word for word. <laughs>